Hello, folks. This is your host, Tammy Tucky, and you are now listening to the Tierra Talk Show. We bring you rare interviews with the makers of Disney magic. Whether they be singers, actors, Imagineers, animators, they have all made their mark on the Disney name. Be sure to check out the show notes, other episodes, contests, our social media pages from Facebook to Twitter, and more on our official website at www.thetierratalkshow.com. Did you know you could save up to $600 on a five-night, six-day Disney hotel room? This also includes a ticket and dining plan package for a family of four at select Disney Resort hotels from January 5th through March 7th, 2015. Contact the Tierra Talk Show's official travel agent, James from Destinations in Florida, for more details. Go to destinationsinflorida.com backslash tiara or call James directly at 855-434-9397. But hurry, this offer must be booked by December 29th, 2014. All guest opinions are theirs and theirs alone and do not represent the opinions of the Tierra Talk Show or the host. The Tierra Talk Show is not associated with the Disney Company. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode. And from all of us here at the Tierra Talk Show, have a hoop de doo day. I'm excited to welcome this week's Tierra Talk Show guests, the dance cast of the 1986 Disneyland attraction, Captain EO. Hi. Hi. Hello. (laughs) I'm Helene Phillips, and I started out as um, assistant choreographer to Jeffrey Hornaday, and Jeffrey uh, was working on a couple projects at the same time, so he left uh, during rehearsal, and I ended up running the entire shoot for Captain EO. I like that, Aline. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, Leslie Mogel, and I was one of the dancers, just one of the dancers, in orange and black. And I, my name is Robin Magliato. I was Robin Summerfield at the time, and my good friend Felix got me uh, the job, and I was thrilled to do it, and I was also one of the dancers. Uh, my color was uh, yellow and black. I'm Mary Ann Hermanson now, but was Mary Odie dead? And I would say we were principal dancers, you guys. And the only reason I'm emphasizing that was this was a, an amazing contract for dancers at the time. It was a SAG contract. We didn't always get those. Yeah. And we got to make some really nice money. Oh, and, uh, I And I was very grateful that it was under that contract because as dancers, we don't often get that. So I'm going to say principal dancer. And our last guest, Felix. I was on the skeleton crew. Yes, Oh, yeah, that's a big thing. So we were also on the skeleton crew. So we worked before everyone else came in with Helene and Jeffrey and Michael and Taco and whoever else it was. Oh, yeah, right. (laughs) And and you're right, Mary, that contract was really good. And we went through into so much overtime. Remember, we got golden and golden time and a half or something? Yeah. Remember? Oh well, God. there was a, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was very special. And I look back and I thought how lucky we were. And, and we did find a lot of extra energy when that golden time came in. We were extra peppy. <laughs> we were golden. <laughs> we, were golden. <laughs> we were so golden. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and what did the color mean? I was red and I think I was red. Was there, what? Was you there? were red. There were, well, I the blacks yellow. were the bad guys. The, when we changed oh, into those okay. horrible black hot Oh my costumes. God. Oh, so we Don't you all, remember we changing? At one point, 
don't you guys remember, okay, now you're going to be orange or whatever your color was. And yeah. then, okay, go. We were showering to sc- and scrubbing yeah. that black stuff off. And yeah, then we'd have to change was. back into the orange. It was the crazy. Was when we'd come and they'd put us in one costume and say, oh, sorry. We made a mistake, yeah. Right, right. Do, that's not what we're shooting today. We're shooting the other people today. <laughs> but that's when you're like, I'm on a SAG contract. It'll take yeah. hours for this makeup to come off. <laughs> exactly. <if you> <laughs> exactly. on. Remember, it was July, and we were like, Wedding our, you know, what's yeah. in those yeah. costumes. Yeah, it was and those. The, the black was really very, very hot. They were basically what were they? They were like a, uh, they were like a jumpsuit, like a parachute jumpsuit kind of thing with everything they could think of putting on it, and then <laughs> spraying it and glue sticking it on it. You know, well, right, j- yeah. just so our listeners know, I just want to pop in here really quickly, just as a warning to listeners, we will be revealing some spoilers from the film Captain EO during this interview. So if you have not seen it and Disneyland, <laughs> if you've not seen it before, you need to head to Disneyland, Walt Disney World or YouTube and you can watch it in, in its entirety if you haven't seen it yet. And you'll be glad you did. This was a little film I like to call <laughs> uh, starring Michael Jackson, directed by Francis Ford Coppola and produced by George Lucas. I had Cindy Sorensen and we were talking earlier that she produced portrayed one of the Captain EO's alien crew members. I had her on the show a few months ago, and she said that she had no idea how huge this project was and who was attached to it at the time that she auditioned for it. So was this the same with the dance auditions for you guys? No, we knew how big it was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, this was like working for somebody at the time. Michael was like at his peak. I mean, Yeah, Thriller had come out, and it was like, you know, he was on the rise, and everyone knew this was, I mean, Francis Ford Coppola, please, and Lucas. I mean, you yeah. can't get any bigger than that. The audition, I just remember, was massive. I And I was new on the scene. I just graduated high school, and I was scared to death. And, Helene, you were so nice to me, Felix. You were not so nice to me. But anyways, we're all <laughs> over that now. No, I'm kidding. No, no, I'm kidding, Felix. You were always a doll. But, um... It, it was it everyone knew even at the audition that the stakes were extremely high and it was wow I mean, it was really incredible the auditions you saw you know the best dancers giving it their all i just want to say i was lucky i didn't have to audition for that because i just come off of chorus line with helene and so i found it out it was happening plus i think did i had I worked with jeffrey and jerry on in crowd anyway i found out it was happening and i i had to get in on it and robin and i I came out to L.A. and I remember bringing a tape of Robin's because Robin and I had just finished doing Fast Forward with Rick Atwell. Right. I really wanted to get Robin on it. And so I brought a videotape of Robin, actually. And I remember sitting in Helene in your house in Manhattan Beach. Yeah. And showing you the tape so that you would hire Robin. Right. Which which I I must say thank you, Felix, because I had no idea that, that that was such a big audition. How many dancers actually auditioned? Does anyone remember? Oh, I remember, um, I have kind of a funny story, you know, hundreds and hundreds came and we went to a studio called Debbie Reynolds Oh yes, and, um, it was basically me and a girl named Michelle Johnson who taught all of the dance, but Jeffrey said to me, you know, you know, just teach him and we'll do it. Well, there were so many hundreds of people that we split them in half and we said, half of you go. And I'm going to teach half and then we'll switch and I'll teach the other half. So I go and teach half of the hundreds. And then Jeffrey was getting a bit antsy, which I understand. And he goes, all right, let's go. Let's go. I got to get going. And I was like, so nervous myself. I went, oh, okay, let's go. And then 
here we start auditioning and I've only taught half of the hundreds. <gasps> oh my and God. So yeah. friend and of I was in that other half and we were, were learning it in the hallway. Yeah. Well, so, um, a good friend of mine track, you guys all probably know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She comes up to me and whispers while we're at the audition. Um, Helene, there's half of the group that didn't get to learn it. And I almost just died. I felt so bad. And I said, look, have them sneak in. It's going to be hours before you have to audition and just learn it, which was really like, you know, so amazing that all of these hundreds of people figured it out, which dancers do. And, you know, and, and I'm so proud of that. And I feel so bad that that happened to them, but everybody just like worked it out. I mean, this is also the same time. I mean, I mean Jeffrey, Jeffrey had, they were coming off a of flash dance. Flash dance, this yep. such a great golden period in that it was. moment. Yep. Yeah. I mean, everybody that came together on that job, Coppola, Lucas, Jeffrey, Michael, and all of us, um, I mean, we were all like at our prime. There was like yeah. this kind of yep. genetic kind of thing going on. Well, we also, if you look at it, it's the beginning of all those things, the beginning of the 3D, the beginning of those rides where the seats move and the steam comes through, I the fog It's the beginning of pop locking. It's the beginning of, um, you know, flash mob. Well, <laughs> yeah, earlier, but also, think about it was, how- it was that turning point also, I think, in pop culture and technology. I mean, Madonna had just started, too, in like 83, 82. I mean... There was all this stuff really happening, and it was pre-internet, but it was also advanced, and, you know, I mean, it was really a once, And once again, leave it to Michael Jackson to pull all those resources together. I mean, I, yeah, right. I think yeah. it's always interesting where he went so much cutting-edge stuff. He, was, he just was that person that brought it all together, and it was amazing to be part of it. Do you guys remember how hot it was, the lights, and everyone oh. kept saying because it was 3D, being yeah. shot 3D, it was so hot. Yeah. And there were all these seconds that we could film and then they had to shut it down because it was so, so hot. Yeah. I, that I distinctly remember. But also the cameras were so, so big. Remember we had to set, yes. a set up and you couldn't change it for the day or something. Yeah. yeah. It was crazy. Well, Helene, you know about that aspect of it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, basically we couldn't get more than two different shots in one day. Because like Felix said, it would take half the day to set up such a large, you know, the camera for 3D because this is in the 80s. I mean, the camera's huge. Huge. Huge, huge. Does anyone remember the day that uh, Michael got cracked in the face with the whips? That's on video. That's actually posted on YouTube. And I was looking at it. I was like, oh, my goodness. Because it was an accident, of course. Of course. But that scene took forever. (laughs) <laughs> I, I, I have to say I was rolling my eyes or something. my gosh I remember the one horrific day because I was a newbie and I was a young dancer I was trying so hard to be perfect at all times right when we were in these black outfits and they had this eyepiece that went over one of the eyes which made it very difficult sometimes to see and we were surrounding Michael with these yes. big swords and they were all at his throat Yes. And I remember there was oh, a yeah. cut because I jabbed him in the throat. <laughs> yes, little old me. I'm like, I'm getting so fired right now. But yes. I wasn't. And, and Michael was so nice about it. He looked at me. He's like, it's okay. <laughs> I know, but it was, there we were with pitchforks, like aiming it at his throat and stuff. It was yep. 
the weirdest yeah. thing. Now, now, even though the film is under 20 minutes, the production values were huge. We were just talking about this, the big camera and everything. And I can only imagine that everyone wanted their best work to be seen. So how many months of dance rehearsal did you guys have? And were there any rehearsals with Michael Offset? Helene, you'll know that, but those were the golden days when we used to get a lot of rehearsals. Yeah, a lot of rehearsal. No one was worried, and we had plenty of time. Yeah, I can't remember how, how much long, though. How long from the beginning and all that? Well, yeah, we started with um, just you know Michelle, me, and Jeffrey and Michael, and that was you know several weeks, and then the skeleton crew uh, came for probably I'd say a few weeks, and then yeah, everything was like a month. Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, all in all, it was somewhere in the three to four months Wow. Yeah. for the and entire the thing to was, happen. I think the shoot was like around five weeks or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I remember being extremely I think long. So. Remember our lanyards, you guys, to get on set? I still have Yes, mine. I still have my lanyard. Yeah. I wish I had gotten it autographed, but I didn't, but I do still what have it. What do you it. still have, Robin? My, the lanyard that we needed to get on on the set. I didn't save that? Oh, Felix, it had lieutenant on it. We were lieutenants. Oh. You don't remember that? How could you not have that piece? I don't know. It's got to be in a box somewhere. <laughs> you know what I got? I was, I, you know, I had no shame because it was one of my big jobs in my life and I was a young one, so I could do this. I went and bought one of those, you know, when you end a scene or you begin a scene, those clapper things that are, are that are beginning. Now yeah, they're all digital, board. but the old fashioned one, right? Yeah. And I have it signed by Michael and oh, uh, Ford Coppola and Lucas. Wow. Really? Good for you. Yeah. What was your initial reaction on the first day when walking around the set? Uh, well, I, I was in awe of Michael. I mean, yeah. I... He was the consummate professional. You know, when the cameras weren't rolling, he was very quiet and reserved. But boy, when that camera came on, he was just, yeah. he yeah. grew like to 10 feet tall. And yeah. I i loved every minute of it. Remember when uh, Streisand came on the set and was standing yeah. up there? Yes. Wow. And Fred Astaire. Yes, I did yes. have Fred Astaire. I'd die. I can't believe we didn't get a picture of Fred Astaire. Yeah, what were we thinking? I don't know. <laughs> uh, you know what? We were trying to be so cool, and none of us had yeah. iPhones. I yeah, exactly. I didn't know yeah. there was going to be Throwback Thursdays. If I'd only known. <laughs> I mean that, that we had a lot of makeup. I mean, you could see our faces, but we did have a lot of makeup on our faces, didn't we, guys? Yes. yes. Oh yeah. All those swirly, all those swirly cue things, and <laughs> in our hair, on yeah. our arms. I have to say too that there was a set was so large it was a couple of studios, so. We had one area that we had the big dance scene and then where all of the spaceship was another one. And yeah. our scenes weren't on that one, but um, right. I certainly snuck in and made sure oh, I yeah. saw that because it was, you had to see it. it was so amazing. And that's one of the reasons why we had the lanyards because it was so top secret. We had to sign a waiver that says we will not discuss this project. And you had to wear your lanyards because it was a heightened paparazzi time. I mean, it was really interesting. Confidential. Um, I, well, I can't imagine now, you know, that, that would have been, everything would have been leaked so bad now. I mean, Oh God, yeah. Oh yeah. God, can you imagine us? I would have been Facebooking and, and Instagramming. You guys, let's face it. We didn't have cell phones either. Okay. No, we had no cell phone. Were we allowed to bring our cameras on set? I don't know if we had 
I mean, I, I, I know we took some pictures, but I just, I don't know. At that I point, I just I remember. I, it. I don't know if I was sneaking it or not, but I took a lot because I, okay, I just thought someday we're going to need it. And look, here we are. Like your lanyard you threw away. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, that's probably the only thing I threw away. Now, I read a really interesting story that Michael wanted extra speakers in on the soundstage uh, since he could not feel the bass, and the crew swore that the huge speakers were already rented out, but by the next day, there were already extra new big speakers in there. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, I have actually the the, the scoop on that. Um, I was We were on the set, and Michael would always take his two fingers, like his index and the middle finger, and he would tap my chest... Um, saying, I can't feel it. I can't feel the, you know, the music. I need to feel the music. When he's talking about the bass. But as a dancer, you knew exactly what he was talking about. Yep. I knew from the producer end that they had these concert speakers outside, but they didn't want to use them because it was very expensive. Oh. And they, they were hoping to just keep whatever they had inside. But every day, Michael was like, I can't feel the music. So oh. one day I went up to Michael and I just whispered, uh, yeah, I just said, look, here's what we're going to do. And if you do what I'm going to tell you, you'll get your sound. I promise. I love this story. <laughs> this is a good one. And I said, in the middle of the take, just stop and say, I can't hear the music. <laughs> I said, but you've got to oh do my God. And I said, in seconds, you'll have your sound. And he did exactly what I said. And literally in, in seconds, they brought the new speakers in and he had his sound. Mm-hmm. So that's really exactly wow. what happened. That's, I just remember the difference. And I yeah. felt like, oh, my gosh, what a difference. I mean, you want to have inspired people. You just, you know, you do stuff like that. It was, it was amazing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> wow. Okay, do you guys remember when Tony, Tony Fields, uh, RIP, Tony Fields, solid gold dancer, um, extraordinaire, um, killed the bee? Absolutely. I remember I that. Wait, there was a beehive up in the soundstage and they were falling onto that, that round circle thing, you know, and we were oh reversing and, and Michael came in and we were running it with Michael and, and there were bees and Michael was a little bit scared of them. And Tony just went up and stomped it thinking, Oh, here, I'll, I'll, oh. I'll, I'll save you and stomped it. And then Michael was like heartbroken because yes. he killed, he killed a wife. Yes. Oh my God. He was. He said that bee had a soul too, Tony. Thank you, Robert. Wow. That's exactly. I forgot. That's what exactly said. what he said. He goes, that bee had a soul too, and he was wow. devastated. He was very upset at that. And of course, Tony was mortified and, and tried to I don't know, try to just dance around, dance, dance around it. Yes, this is the same Tony that tried to take Liz's ring off her finger. Why we were taking that picture. <laughs> yes, he was slowly slipping it off her finger. We got a flash mob this baby sometime at Disneyland. Yeah. I say let's do it. I, I remember going for my wardrobe fitting and passing Michael's jacket and and uh, recognizing it. how small I was. I did. I tried to put my arm through. It was really oh, yeah, skinny. so um, small. But it, he was so small, I was amazed. And his initials, I mean, are put in. It was just a really incredible craftsmanship. But again, you know, if we knew now, I mean, knew then, we know now, my God, like, I would have saved that lieutenant thing and all that. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. 
I'm gonna, you know what? I'm going to go right now and put mine on. Just <laughs> <laughs> Felix, if you can't find yours, I'll make a copy of mine and give you one, okay? See, to me, it was a very, 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 very important job because I had just graduated high school and I didn't get a scholarship and I didn't have any teachers pull me aside and tell me I was good. And I had been doing pretty good. And I thought, oh, you know, who's going to support me in this? Other people were getting scholarships. And so when I went to the audition and I booked it, it was like, because I was almost going to give up. I was going to give up on dance. And no. when I booked the job, mm-hmm. <laughs> and when I booked the job, I swear it was because Michael, like, it was kind of like, okay, I'm good enough. And yeah. so when Michael passed, and I'm not, I'm not one of those, you know, fan kind of people I don't write in. Felix knows I don't do Facebook. I'm not that sort of person. But when he passed, I went and got my picture of, with me and Michael, and I went to his house, and I laid it on the gate because I was forever in debt to that man because he kept me in the game. I, I think I really would have given up Dan. Wow, that's great. Yeah, that's a good see, story. But you see how one job can change so the trajectory of your career? I mean, um, yeah, dancers, I mean, I really feel that. I mean... It's just, it's just bizarre. Again, it's time, and and it, and with Facebook now, and looking back at our histories, and like if you do Throwback Thursdays, and everybody's like, you know, all of ours, and you realize, wow, you know, you when you look back, like I've always said, and Helene has heard me say this, you connect the dots looking back. You yeah. know, they're like pretty amazing dots, and I'm so proud of those dots. But, um, but I'm so glad that's one of them, and and that, and it wouldn't have led to another one. You know, I mean. No, but it, uh, that's very true, Felix. I, I agree with you 100% on that. And I think it's, to us, it maybe didn't doesn't seem like such a big deal sometimes. But if you yeah. tell somebody you worked with him, they're like, oh, my God, really? Mm -hmm. yeah. And you're like, yeah, you know, but, you know, you kind of just wash it off like it was not a big deal. It was a huge deal. He was a huge star, irregardless of what you think about him. He was a huge star, and the energy and the yeah. power was just unbelievable to well, be behind I, him remember, he was he was the biggest star in the world and there was no internet <laughs> right exactly wow good yeah, point I mean, you know. you'll never forget what it feels like doing the choreography with him like you rehearse oh. and you do it one way and yeah. then he walks in and then it goes to another level you know yeah. yeah and then you know we got to be in life magazine remember that and that was pretty big life magazine before it was went out you know um, we were, I, I, don't, I, I don't remember that i don't remember yeah that. i have i actually have that magazine were you guys invited to the opening day of the of the show because they had they have a disney channel special of just all these celebrities going down in their own carriages to no. go to the actual theater were you guys there at all i don't think they invited the dancers I don't think they invited the I dancers. I think so yeah. either, yeah. No, we weren't invited to that, but we were invited to the, when they opened it at Disneyland, and remember, it was shut down for our party. Marianne, I think you were talking about when he passed, and I'll, I'll never forget the day, because I was on, we'd just gotten off the field, my daughter had graduated high school, and everybody's phones were off during the graduation, as soon as we got off, all phones went on, it was like, boom, Michael Jackson died, and we were like immediately thinking it's a hoax, you know, something, yeah. mm -hmm. how yeah. could this happen? No, this is impossible. And, and these were kids that even related to Michael Jackson, you know, at the time they were 17, 18 years old and, yeah. you know, you were just heartbroken and shocked. I remember how many kids when we were doing this and when he was at his peak, how many little kids, like three, four, five-year-olds 
like my nieces and nephews, I remember, were completely enthralled by him and all of his stuff. Yeah. You know, it, it, even then when he was at his peak, it's not like it had to, they had to wait. I mean, he, he, um, he reached out to so many generations. <laughs> I, I don't think I can ever forget that, 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 that shoulder, shoulder, hip, hip pop. Yes, me neither. Or the mm-hmm. when we stepped out and dropped our heel, 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 switch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my now I don't remember any of that, but I do remember Helene. You were working your butt off. You I, really had to work hard. Yeah. I worked hard, and, and um, so much of the time I was um, doing Michael's part. Right. I don't know if you guys remember? Yes. So, yes. Yes. Yeah. I was like trying to put him in my body all the time and it was extraordinary sort of, you know, at the moment uh, or thinking back on, you know, going through that whole process and pretending to be Michael so much of the time and and then getting Michael in it was really great. What, if anything, did like, if you were to take away one thing from Michael, what did you learn from Michael? You know, a hundred percent being honest I found him extraordinary. I, I, I actually found him to be the hardest worker of anyone that I had worked with. And, and I was fortunate to do, you know, many jobs. So I've worked with everybody. And yeah. um, he just kept saying to me, let's do it again. Let's do it again. And, and if he did something incorrect, he could be told. You know, a lot of divas mm. can't be corrected. Yeah. And he just wow. wanted again and again and again and um uh and then I remember at the beginning of the shoot one day um he had this it looked like a chocolate bar and I'm allergic to chocolate and I was like what is that he goes oh it's carob at the time I didn't know what carob was yeah. and I was like what is that so he, he gave me a bite I tasted I was like oh my god I love that well every day from that tiny conversation every single day he had his chef find me on the set and bring me a carabar. Oh, wow. that's very nice. I love yeah. that. He was just, yeah, yeah I love uh, that's that. That's a great story. Nice guy and, and the hardest work I've ever met. You know, really amazing. Well, I love that you mentioned that too because I, I as well as have worked with some greats and I have to say when it comes down to it, it's that meticulous attention to detail and yeah. that, that, that diligence too. And, and we're dancers. Please, we're not lazy. We, we put in the work and the where we put in the effort, but it really does. It's wonderful to see the greats and how they care about every detail. And yeah. They do care about their costumes. They do about, care about their makeup. They care about the lighting. They care about the sound. And and I think it does come down to that. The greats really care about those details. I, you know, I and I think there's a word that um, you wouldn't think of applying, um, and it's humility. And I think that comes from the dance background too. And, and yeah. Him, him connecting with dancers because even though we have attitude and all that, we all do have a humility and we know how hard we have to work and all that. I think he always appreciated that in us. And I think that that's what you, you saw when you worked with him was this humility. He was the biggest star in the world, but there was this, this groundedness on, on, as an artist. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, oh, yeah. Well, I also found him as a person who was also inquisitive too, because you think he knew everything and he'd yeah. be the first one to go, show me that move. Like, remember when the yeah. poppers were there? He was like, you know, mesmerized, and you're like, wow, but you're you're the it guy, and you're trying to get yeah. moves from somebody else. Like, that's pretty cool. He was really absor- he absorbed all that. You know, he was like wanting to absorb it all. Did Coppola really listen to Michael and ask for advice on like film shots and how things were going to go? My, I had a really great experience. I mean, 
I was told by several people before we started the shoot that, you know, look out for Coppola. He's Italian. He's got a temper. Don't take it personally. <laughs> Just let you know. And I was literally like, you know, a nervous wreck. And then segue to we begin shooting and Coppola is there and, and um, he wouldn't stop pitching my cheeks and saying, let's go into his zoetrope trailer and have a cappuccino. And at the time, he was preparing for a movie called Peggy Sue Got Married. Yeah. And he's like, read the script. What do you think? And then at one point in the shoot, he just came up to me. He's like, Helene, you know more about this than I do. So here's the mic. Why don't you call action and cut? Which... Uh, oh, my God. Yeah, that's cool. It really was an extraordinary group of dancers. It, it was the best of the best. And you guys as dancers were just put through it with the changes, like you said. And it literally was like, I think, three hours every time they'd have to change costume and get into a costume. And you guys never complained. I mean, it was all in all just this amazing experience. You know, everybody was really wanting to be there. I have two little quick stories. When Jeffrey told us about them being in the sound studio, Helene, and I don't know if you were there. Yeah. Um, and um, there was a piece of equipment that they didn't have and something to sweeten something, something, I don't know. And Michael was like, and, and Jeffrey said something like, well, it's like $40,000. And, um, and Michael was like, is that a lot? That shows you how isolated Michael was his whole life. Yeah. That kind of stuff, and you know, when they say he didn't have a child and all that, it shows you how he really wasn't. He didn't. He didn't. Ha he was an artist, and he didn't have to worry about those things. Luckily, for right. you know, and maybe that's why he could bring together you know, multi-million-dollar directors and things like that. You know, and uh, he was like, just wow. do it, just do it. I mean, so <laughs> right. And and um. And I remember going to his trailer once. For some reason, I went to his trailer, and I remember he had, uh, he had like, Mickey Mouse everything in, in, his, um, in the trailer. You know what I mean? Right. Wow. wow. Holy cow. Now, I have some fun Disney questions for you guys. I call them the Fab Three, the Donald, Goofy, and Mickey questions. So our Donald question is, as a child, what Disney film would you always like to watch over and over again? Oh, I think Snow White. Oh, uh, Mary Poppins. Cinderella. As a child, I don't know, but I'll say for my girls, it was definitely uh, Snow White. Aladdin, because oh. I did all the movement in it and it bought my first home. <laughs> oh, nice. Really? Yes. We, awesome. We, um, that was when they would film us dancers and we would yeah. be all the different characters. They would film it, so it was a sad contract. And uh, we were like principal actors and it... And I had just gotten pregnant, and I was on Broadway at the time, and I thought, uh-oh, I'm not going to be working for quite a while. I was on maternity leave, which was great, but no paycheck. And so I thought, what am I going to do? And I got a residual check from Aladdin, and it bought my first home. Wow. And I was so grateful. Nice. So grateful. And now our yeah. Mickey question. If I asked you to name any Disney song at this moment, what immediately comes to mind? Let it go. Let it go. Yeah. I can go the distance. Oh, I love Hercules. I love that pick. Good one. <laughs> Good one, right? Wow. When you wish upon a star, it's like, oh, so wonderful. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm totally blank. I can't think of anything. I Pass me. Robin passes. I, I, uh, this is my 
what's it called in, uh, when you can take the time out? I'm taking a time out. <laughs> <laughs> She's phoning a friend. Phoning a friend, right. Yes. I love the song from The Wishing Well. I'm wishing for a little bit. You know, in that wishing well at that castle at Disneyland, I don't know why I love putting my money down there. Throw it down there and it all lights up those little statues. I, I love that song. It's beautiful. I love that song, too. It's cool. There's gorgeous. so many, but there, there really are. I'm you know sure what I was thinking, though? What I was thinking just now, how much Walt's vision supported the arts? Like, think about how many dances have gone through Disneyland or Disney World, how many movies, yeah. how many... I mean, like, artists and artists and artists and cutting-edge stuff, and we were lucky to be part of it on here and there. I mean, myself just being part of Aladdin or being part of Captain Neo. Like, how neat his vision has this domino effect that employed so many artists. And our goofy question, what Disney character do you think would be your best friend if you met them in person? Uh, ooh, oh, oh. Uh, I don't know. Oh my, probably Jeannie. I like Minnie Mouse. I'm I'm gonna again go back to what the kids, my kids loved, which was Goofy. That that would be mm. their favorite, and I guess my favorite because we would always look to find him, and you know that was what we bought for them. And I'll go with Goofy. Dumbo, my favorite. <laughs> I cannot thank you guys enough for coming on the show and talking about your experience working on Captain Neo. And I can only hope that a flash mob does occur in Disneyland with We Are Here to Change the World. That would be amazing. Yeah, I agree. (laughs) Just call me and let me know because I want to know how I want to learn the dance from you guys. If you wouldn't mind teaching it to me. I would be oh, very excited. You're going to have to relearn that and teach it because I okay. have no idea what we did. <laughs> I could do that. Uh, I have your back. back Got to go to the videotape. Go to yeah. the videotape. <laughs> See, Your Highness, but here. <laughs>